What's up, everyone? It's David from the Real Sports Science Podcast coming to you from episode 20. We're starting things off talking about our new jobs that we started late last year. What have we learned? How are we finding it? What do we hope to do moving forward before getting into CrossFit? The topic of the week, is it method in the madness or is it just a bunch of people swinging around bars and dropping heavy weights? What about injury prevention? And how's CrossFit moving forward? Where can it improve? Where do we see it going? So stick around for that. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram. Get involved. Follow us on Spotify. We really hope you enjoy it. Let us know. Let's go. Hello, everyone. It's the RSS podcast. We're here for episode 20. Matt and David, let's go. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? How are we doing? Episode 20, the Real Sports Science Podcast. It's a sunny day in Loughborough today. It looks like it's a sunny day down in Kent as well. You got you got a whole line of plants on that side as well. Holy smokes. <laughs> just sorry, mate. Just taking in just the sun, do the David. podcast from there. <laughs> That's fine. <what. laughs> there you That's go. ridiculous. We need to invest in some chairs, mate. I'm sorry, this this podcast going downhill. I need a, a chair with wheels on it. I can't keep uh, you know doing this <laughs> little hop thing. I need to have some wheels. Forward. Sorry, that is embarrassing. It got, it got turned into a bit you of a diva. You can't be looking like um, that. You had to stay at work late God. last night. How's that going? Uh, work. Oh, it's going good. It's going good. I'm loving it. Seeing a bit. Oh, um, yeah. Just really enjoying it. Really. Yeah. Love it. What was that you were about to say? Yeah, just I can't remember. <laughs> no, I, I, I've been really enjoying it. Um, nice. Yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to the terms to come. Um, yeah. yeah. Have you like what you've been there? What like it's been two two months? About two months or what? Well. I started in December and then I went for a two-week holiday and then now I'm back. So technically I've worked a month and a bit. It's really interesting to see how like programming for say when I was at um, Loughborough is different to how I'd program here. Just how like to focus on movement patterns for the for youth development instead mm. of lifting heavy or targeting that 1%. You know, instead of doing like ridiculous moves, yeah. like a, a, a variation of a barbell step up. The kids just need to learn the squatting movement pattern, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's interesting to see how it all varies. What about you, Mr. PhD? Yeah, good. Yeah. A couple updates. I got ethics approved. So I got ethics approved before Christmas, actually. And then I had to I had to do an amendment because we want to measure some more stuff. So I had to send it back, which I've gotten back again. So ethics is fully approved, which is exciting. Um, <clears throat> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's interesting. I I had a because I've been now like four months into my PhD and I had a meeting again with my prof yeah. uh, the other day. And I've just noticed that like he's still the one like kind of directing the studies like we're talking about the second study that we're going to hopefully start applying for ethics, uh, applying for ethics. And he's still like kind of leading it. I want to be the one eventually, you know, like coming up with the idea saying, hey, let's do this. Let's do that. And not be like, um, yes, sir. What should we do? Um, What's a good idea? And then he says something. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. yes. Okay. You know, and I guess that's just like 
that's just the process of a PhD. I suppose that'll come. I guess I just hope he's happy with like where I'm at and my like progression or like mm-hmm. where my knowledge is at or my, um, uh, my contribution to my own PhD, you know? So it, it's just, it's, it's interesting. Cause obviously like at the start, you don't know that much. And then, but at some point you need to be the expert in that. So hopefully, hopefully he's happy with her. Yeah. I mean, we have good discussions. Yeah. So, so that's good. Do you know, what I realized, you know, we always speak about reflecting yeah. um, and how it's important. This is essentially us reflecting every episode on how our week's going by. Yeah, so true. see, we are putting our theory into practice. <laughs> everyone that doesn't believe us. Yeah. Speaking speaking of reflecting, getting ready for this first study has made me kind of reflect on the past past jobs that I've had. And there's this this one research assistant job. And I think a lot to, if if you don't do research, you don't realize how much goes into like getting a study off the ground. Like you gotta do ethics. Um, but then you got to get all the little things that you need to, to have done for the study to go ahead, whether it's cameras, systems, other equipment that you need, EMG, are they all working? Are the softwares up? Like are all the softwares of all the sensors updated? You know, like what kind of equipment do you need? Do you need to build anything? I had to have a meeting with, um, uh, another, another guy yesterday to see if I could get, holes drilled into the lab floor so that we can put a like an isometric rig into the floor and bolt it down so that we can use that like there's so much that goes on and and looking back now i'm really thankful for this job that i had um last year where i was a research assistant and although like a lot of things kind of went wrong in it and and in it i was kind of frustrated and i was like oh like nothing's going right there's all these things that are happening right now i'm really thankful for that job because i think it it opened my eyes to all of the different considerations that you have to think about while getting a study off the ground. Yeah. Um, that, that before that I didn't think yeah, about yeah. at all, you know? So, um, so I, I mm. guess, yeah, just kind of realizing that this week of like experiences are what you, what you take from it and not necessarily the experience itself, if that makes sense, you know, but yeah, th- yeah. but that, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Yeah, speaking about gym though, you heading off to the gym, trying to burn off that, um, burn off all that coffee and cake. Yeah, I got um, to. You Bro, I'm, Christmas. I'm, I'm sacking off the gym this morning to record this. Maybe I should have just bought like a wireless. Sacking off what gym? What do you do at that gym? <laughs> what do you do at the gym? CrossFit. CrossFit. You do CrossFit at that gym. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Which is today's episode. Which is today's episode. Just get right into it. On. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk See, about I was this. Trying to, I was trying to link it all up. <laughs> I'm not um, doing you'll CrossFit. Be, you'll be an expert in this. I'm not doing um, CrossFit nah, to talk about CrossFit. CrossFit. Maniac. Yeah, you are. Um, now, I've, ne- I've never done CrossFit, so you'll be better prepared for this. Okay. Well, I guess. But I mean, like, we'll see. I've always wanted to do CrossFit. I've always wanted to. Well, we'll have to get you, we'll have to get you up and then we'll, we'll, do, we'll do a session. That's it. Everyone laugh at Matt. Is that the session? <laughs> nice. Okay, cool. I'll be there for it. I'll be there for uh, it. No, yeah, let's let's jump in. But before before we get into that CrossFit specifically, although it might have some 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 funny links to it, there was a video that <laughs> I sent you. And I, did you you watched it, yeah? Yeah, I saw this video. You saw this video. Yeah. Well, maybe um, maybe we can pop it up on the socials. Um we'll pop it up here. 
just in the side of the video. So here's here's the clip. So yeah, what was this video you were talking well, about? Well, here's the here's the clip. And we'll we'll put it we'll pop it up. And so this guy, it's 406 kilos. And this guy, first of all, he gets help lifting it up in the first place. There's one person on either side yeah. of him helping him lift it up in the first place. And then I mean the deadlifts he's doing kind of look like deadlifts. I've seen it across the gym. What is going on? What do you think? Immediate reactions when you see that SNC coach Matt. I've watched it. I've watched it like five hours with a little experience, but um, no, a lot of experience. But uh, with a like, I've watched it like five times, and I tried breaking it down. I was like, I see what they're trying to do, but it's once again overcomplicating it. Do you know what I mean? They're just like, just stick to it. The basics. You're trying to create power, so maybe do like trap jumps. Yeah, you know, with a trap bar. Yeah, you know, you're trying to. I mean, I feel like they're just going way too hectic. I don't know why. Like he's, he clearly can't lift that by himself. He's clearly just using the bouncing force of the platforms next to him just to bring it back up and just doing this with it, which at the end of the day, it's not going to be as beneficial if you're focusing on just breaking that movement down into one simplified um, exercise. Right. In my opinion. Yeah. Just ridiculous. <laughs> but I'm all here for it because without him, we wouldn't be able to talk about it. it. So looks, carry on, carry on having fun and experiment. It looks ridiculous. First of all, yeah, the fact that he can't even lift it up is is red flag number one. He's got to have two two people who look like they're yeah. struggling themselves to help him lift it. Like they're and look like they're stronger than they're him. putting in they max like effort to help him lift it up in the first place. Which then it's like, okay, well, eccentric movements you can't lift up anyway. Fine. Yeah, but this isn't the obviously he's not really doing it eccentrically because he's literally like like bent bent over chest pressing this thing into the floor to try to get a bounce. And like what you said, and then I thought and then I thought, well, well, maybe he's using the bounce because then at the top of the range where he's maybe a bit stronger, you know, then he can lift it to kind of like give that overshoot. But then I was thinking, well, then just do like 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 trap bar jumps with a band. Because in, in, yeah. in or even or even just do you know like a quarter deadlift, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. you just work in that motion where you're struggling that lockout area. Just do right. that, split it up. It's, yeah, try yeah. to overload I mean, your muscles with, with weight. I think he'd. Yeah, yeah. See what Hayden's yeah. reaction. I think Hayden would love this. Hayden it's... would just. This podcast would turn into an hour of just your. Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, but oh, I can clean and drag 140 <laughs> kilos. Oh, sorry, Hayden. That's Hayden. Yeah, yeah. I, I just saw I it. And I thought that me. was that was hilarious. Just thought I'd see see what you thought. Um, yeah. Nah. Also, the the thing I, I won't be incorporating that into the gym at the school. The other, well, the last problem that I have with it is uh, just the risk that you're taking. If you're doing a controlled deadlift, you're hoping to have your your technique and your core braced throughout the whole the whole movement, right? But because he's pushing this thing down with such much with such much with such force and bouncing it off the ground, you're losing all of the tension that you've built up in your core. And then all of a sudden on the yeah. way up, you're going to have to catch that weight again and pull it up. I think there's 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 a much higher risk of of injury there than there is you know if you're doing a conventional deadlift and and maintaining that brace, the Valsalva all the way through. Yeah. Speaking of questionable form, CrossFit. I I I, I am not gonna be um 
I'm not going to be on either side. I've never done it, so I don't have a proper opinion. Oh, but it. you have um, an opinion, though. It just might not be proper. Possible. Everyone has an opinion. No, I had an no, opinion I'm, I'm, about... What do you mean? I've never had an opinion. I had an opinion about CrossFit before I did it. And in some ways, it's changed, and in some ways, it hasn't, which is interesting. So, so CrossFit. So I just Googled CrossFit to see what the definition of is. And, and kind of the from Google... The definition is a high-intensity fitness program incorporating elements from several sports and types of exercise. From the CrossFit website, there's three aspects of CrossFit. Constantly varied, so the movements that you're doing are always different. Functional movements, which that's kind of a super broad and vague term. Like what's a functional movement? I guess, you know, but squats, deadlifts, shoulder to shoulder press, shoulder to overhead. So, you know. Things that you could genuine, yeah. genu- generally see you doing you in, in your everyday life. And the third is high intensity. So those are the three aspects of CrossFit. Um, I'm just going to read out a blurb. And CrossFit in itself and how you train, I really like if you do it right. And I think it can be really, really, really beneficial. And we'll get into that. But CrossFit, it's actually crazy. CrossFit actually isn't a sport technically. Because it doesn't have a governing body. CrossFit technically is a brand. And, uh, and we can get into that. And I think that's what makes it dangerous in some aspects. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it's not governed. And there's no, there's, well, there is to an extent, but there's no really like ground rules or, or ground regulations or whatever. It's just like a free for all. All you have to do to to be a CrossFit affiliate is pay an absurd amount of money every year to CrossFit, the brand, so that you can call yourself a CrossFit box. And that's why CrossFit boxes are so expensive because they have to pay this insane premium every year to be part of part of the group. Um. But anyway, so and that's why it doesn't make it accessible for others, I guess. But yeah, yeah anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. At, at least CrossFit, like purely actually doing CrossFit, you could just do CrossFit, and there's lots of functional fitness gyms. You know what I mean? That that do yeah. that do CrossFit, but they can't call it CrossFit. Our base, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, so that was aside. But there's this. I went on CrossFit's like website and. It started with like not just exercise, but also like a lifestyle and eating right. And there was like all of these different, not rules, but but going back to Liver King, like kind of tenants that you kind of follow to live like the CrossFit way kind of. And yeah, I, I don't know. I really enjoy CrossFit, but this blurb just kind of made me laugh and cringe at the same time. <clears throat> so I'm going to read it out and see what you think. CrossFit was founded in 2001 and can be used to accomplish any goal from improved health to better performance. CrossFit is so effective. It might feel like magic, (laughs) but in truth, it's a formula, a formula that works. It's a formula for everything we do from forging elite fitness to preventing and reversing chronic disease. It's the inputs that give us the outcomes, the results that have revolutionized an industry and changed millions of lives for better. So, do you know, like, it's not entirely false, but it's also just no. a little bit hectic. Do you know what I mean? Like, super hectic. Have I frozen? Okay, I'm back. 
it's just super it's strange hectic. like reversing chronic diseases that's a wild statement <laughs> but i get it do you know what i mean like yeah and and i mean uh, you could say this to any any exercise like any exercise can do this if done properly you know um i think yeah. i think the thing yeah, that, that 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 separates crossfit from any other like exercise modality is is the variance so you have like olympic you have to be good at where there's olympic lifting there's cardio elements there's dumbbell elements um then there's all the gymnastic stuff so like ring muscle ups bar muscle ups handstand push-up handstand walks all those kind of things um and then you have to be good or at least to compete at a high level across it you have to be good at all of those and even if you're doing it just as a casual thing, you get to learn all of those skills, which, I mean, learning new skills is never mm. a bad thing, is it? But, Man, I so... Mean, it's, that, it's... No, no, carry on, carry on. <laughs> I think we were just paused waiting for the other There's person. a bit of a delay. No, there is, there there's is. a bit of delay. There is, there is, that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> we move, we move. We were just stood there like... No, you talk. No, you, you talk. <laughs> no, no, okay you told uh, we're trying out a new software today people so it's it's a new it's a new day for all of us but anyways crossfit has expl- is. exploded in the last 20 years um you've seen all the memes about swinging around on bars you know we can talk about our our pull-ups or butterfly pull-ups real pull-ups you know and then and then maybe we'll get into a bit of the injury prevention and rehab side because because there is, uh, there are, I mean, there's injuries in every sport, but I think especially at the lower level, there's a lot of injuries in CrossFit and we can get into it, why I think that is. But w- what do you think of CrossFit first and foremost? When you, when somebody tells you, you do, they do CrossFit, what's your immediate first reaction to that? I would like, like to well, try it. I delete think that number. Bloody difficult. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, I, I genuinely would love to try it. I, I think it's, um, you know, as you said, there's so many different exercises that you have to learn, so many different techniques that you have to perfect um, that I think it is great. And it's also you're burning a load of calories. So if you need to get ripped, I mean, I've never seen a an overweight CrossFitter. That's true. You know, they're all absolutely jacked. Yeah, at least um, high level. I mean, you know, because there's there's probably no testing um, in CrossFit <laughs> as there's no governing body. So, you know, that might that might be a part of it. <laughs> Um, just a bunch of liver kings walking around. No, 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 no. There is um, testing, but, but yeah, it's all internal. No. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Although, to be fair, last year, last year was a joke. So after every year, it changes of how you can make it to the CrossFit Games, which is like this the Stanley Cup of the CrossFit. So the trying to find yeah. the world's fittest man, the world's fittest woman the top 40 athletes in each category go right. And after the semifinals, if you qualified for the games, you got tested. And especially, especially in the teams, in the teams category, there was some semifinals like in South, South America where no team that actually qualified was able to go because they all got popped. (laughs) But I guess that's with any sport, you know, like, like you saying, you know, I throw a wrench and saying like Usain Bolt has never been tested or at least as far as I know, you know, 
Like, do yeah. they just do they? Nah, he's, he's super quick. Though. He's I so like quick. Yeah, and that's a whole different conversation. But <laughs> but that's true. I couldn't catch him. That's why they couldn't catch him. <laughs> get tested. Get tested. <laughs> he's like, what? What? Oh, sorry, I already won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but yeah no i like the difficult thing is with crossfit um is as you said there's it's just very difficult because there's no governing body and you have to pay in order to be crossfit but then i'm sure you can still open a gym and say we offer crossfit um and then like it just makes it difficult to manage Mm -hmm. and i think that's where like general people trying to get into crossfit could injure themselves if they're not going to a proper gym yeah do you get yeah. where I'm coming from? It just seems very all absolutely. over the place. And I think Absol- Joe Rogan absolutely. spoke to Matt Fraser. Yeah. He spoke to Matt Fraser about this and they they made good points surrounding, you know, just what does it take to become an accredited gym? Um, and, you know, how do they manage all these other gyms claiming to be CrossFit gyms? Mm. Um, so it is interesting. Yeah. Uh, sure, we'd sure. love to have you on, Joe Rogan. Or Matt Fraser, <laughs> if you're listening. Yeah, um, <laughs> Should we talk about the injury prevention side of things, or should we? First, of, first of all, I, I want to just Let's say this. injury prevention. Oh yeah. Bef- yeah. Before that, before that, actually, uh, I lied. Um, when before I started CrossFit, I would look at people doing like, like ring ring muscle ups, bar muscle ups, kipping pull ups, you know, and being like, well, they're just using momentum. Like that's so easy, you know. First of all, no, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> I still can't do like pull ups or chest to bars very well. It's such a skill to do, and and bar muscle ups and ring muscle ups I can do, but I can't do you know that many. And that's the other point that 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 you need to consider is the style of workouts that you're doing these movements in. In a workout, you might have to do, let's say, thirty ring muscle ups in a workout, but along with you know, maybe some Olympic lifting or rowing or something else that's fatiguing you as well. So there's two things to consider. One, it's for time. Usually, if you're doing if you're doing a movement like ring muscle ups or whatever, incorporated into a workout, it's for time. So you want to be doing it as fast as possible. So why are you going to do it strict? It's slower. Also, that takes way more energy. Yeah. And I would love to see anyone who says those aren't real like ring muscle ups do 30 strict muscle ups within a workout, you know, that would be yeah. insane. Think- like th- 30 kipping it w- is, is hard enough. Yeah. I think, I think, I guess well, I'll be the devil's advocate here. I think like just, okay, just lower thanks. the amount of reps and make them strict pull ups. Do you get what I mean? Like, Instead of doing 30 strict pull-ups, obviously that's outlandish. Maybe just do like 15, you know? And even though it does take longer, Mm. the one who's got the most amount of strength will be able to do them quicker. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I guess the other side of that... I think that's what they're trying to say. I see both sides. Yeah. That's true. That's true. And I I wonder if also it it comes to a point of, one, well, they're not not as fast, so I'm going to do... I, I could do 15, I could do 15 like CrossFit, not non-strict ring muscle ups faster than I could do 15 strict ring muscle ups. And the other one also from a judging yeah. standpoint is how do you judge a strict, like at what point does it go from being strict yeah. to yeah. not strict? 
You know what I mean? No, hundred percent. Yeah, it, so. it is a difficult one. Um, but e- like either way, the kipping is extremely difficult. I only learned the word. Yeah, it, so. it's skill in a, in and of itself. And I think the vault when you consider like the volume that you do, then like sure they're easier. But we do, you know, I might be able to do three strict ring muscle ups, but but I could do thirty ring muscle ups. You know what I mean? So just a, a totally mm-hmm. different uh, stimulus for sure. <clears throat> Injury prevention. Now this this is probably the other the other issue that I had with CrossFit as well before I got into it and even still while I'm doing it is is the injury prevalence especially at lower levels um I worked at a gym back home and there's at least once a week somebody coming in who is like going to physio because they had injured themselves doing CrossFit it's difficult cuz it's a it's a scenario where you're given a 100% maximum output isn't it mm-hmm. so like say I'll bring it for my Formula One fans. It's when you know you make spend five million on these cars, five million dollars on these cars. You've got all these people with the smartest engineers, or what you know, some of the smartest engineers in the world, come together to build a car that you know retires after lap twenty-seven out of sixty because of a hydraulic failure or hydraulic brakes issue, or you know, like it fails and it fails to finish. But you're running these cars at a hundred percent maximum output, mm. so you know, it's still going to, it's still going to break down. So same with CrossFit. I feel like you're running yourself a hundred, hundred percent for a certain amount of time for a certain, you know, all these days, if not done properly, you know, if you don't have these, some of the best mechanics around you, some of the best accredited CrossFit coaches around you, then injury will be much, much higher. Mm. What a, I think that was a great, I I might have to pat myself on the back with that one. That was a great analogy. Use both hands, use both hands. Double pat. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that just looks like you're giving yourself a hug. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, it, I think one of the, the biggest issues that I have with with CrossFit boxes is when when coaches don't educate the people coming in enough to help them with their in with mm. with the movements on two levels. On on not giving them the proper technique, which in a, in a class obviously is difficult. You can't spend, you know, all the class with one person who has poor technique, but the best thing you could do if they have poor technique is like, I just go lower in weight to decrease risk of injury. Right. Don't let someone with poor technique, you know, deadlift a hundred times with really heavy weight. You're just asking for something to go wrong eventually. So that's that's one problem that I have. Definitely, I've seen a lot of a lot of CrossFit boxes where there there isn't that the priority put on making sure people have good technique and are and are learning properly and know how to learn. The other thing that I would say is an issue: people see the top athletes and they see them training, yeah, and they see them training twice a day, six days a week, all year round. And what they see on Instagram is like they're, they lift heavy every single day. They're maxing out all the time. All the workouts they're doing are like you said, at a hundred percent, you know, and then, and then, and then they see their recovery strategies, which is like the, the gun or like rolling out or like this big sleeves that you sit in the compression sleeves and boy, got it on hand. That was seamless. Sorry. Sorry. What were you saying? carry on david carry on oh, david. that was seamless um 
and and then so they're like oh sick yeah uh so george who's you know 40 years old who probably already has back problems says i want to get in shape I'm going to join a CrossFit box, do CrossFit twice a day. I'm going to lift heavy, heavy every day. I'm also going to, you know, have my wife and kids to take care of. And also I have a nine to five job. And I think what people forget when they poor look George. at poor George, <laughs> George is going to go downhill quick. And I think what people forget is, <laughs> is like those professional athletes. That's their full for most of them. That's their full time job. You know, they're and they've got everything else dialed in. And not only that, but they have time to recover and they haven't gone from zero to that immediately. You know, there's been Mm. years and years of building up intensity, building up volume, building up the skill required for all those movements to be able to be put in a position where their body can handle more. And also, not every single session is high intensity. You know, there are sessions where it's like, yeah. A long 40 minute bike at like zone two and lower intensity, lower impact things. And, and so I think people that start CrossFit and aren't educated in how to do it properly and safely try to go a hundred percent in, you know, they're training twice a day. They're probably not sleeping as much as they should. They're probably not eating as much as they should. Uh, and, and they've got all these yeah. other stresses in in their, in their actual world, like their job and family that maybe, maybe some elite athletes don't have because they have the ability to go home and rest like they need to, um, that they just, yeah. they just crumble. No, I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, like the big thing, ex- external stresses that, that, is, that person's being imposed with, um, and also just the not proper recovery modalities for him. You know, if he's coming home, um, finishes work at five, he's traveled back home. Say he gets home at six, then he's got to go CrossFit seven till eight or seven till nine or eight till nine comes back home he's gonna have to eat then he's gonna have to go to bed then wake up at six because his kids need to go to school and then he's got to get ready for work and leave hectic hectic not nice especially when you're running 100 percent throughout the day and you need to do a session that let's say it is zone two that's okay but on the other days when it is 100 percent, you're going to be shattered you're mm-hmm. not going to be able to keep up mm-hmm. and that's when your body will start giving up mm-hmm. yeah and it's too bad and it, i would like to see you know, more education be more <coughs> work, excuse me, put into education of, of, because it's easy to see people on Instagram and see what they're doing and follow your favorite CrossFit athlete. And this is how he trains. So I'm going to train like this, but, but you don't see all the background mm-hmm. work that's either being done now to help them or her achieve what they're doing or the years and years of work that have been done in the past to get their body to a position where they're able to handle that load more, you know? And, yeah. and CrossFit, I think is still evolving. Like the sports, like I think there needs there, there's such a big research area. If we're speaking about research that could be done in CrossFit and volume and training volume and you know how to peak or how to taper uh, cause CrossFit can be, I think pretty silly. Sometimes they have like a, like I've heard CrossFit mm. athletes, like they have a massive competition coming up and they're like, yeah, I'm going to taper for like two days. What? <laughs> <laughs> two days. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to taper for two days. And it is different because like the level of output that you need 
is so ridiculously high. You can't like shut off, you know? Yeah. And the volume that they're used to is That's so ridiculously high that a taper for them is probably like a max workout for most people. That's the thing. It's hard. Uh, you just, I think, yeah, I agree with you. You've got to have some proper proper governing body. Maybe not a governing body, but someone that can control it, but in a good way. Yeah. In a perfect world, you'd you'd have someone that can manage everything, and you know everyone would have to be everyone have to be accredited or have some sort of professional license to. You know what's also crazy about CrossFit? All of the judges. So there's the head judge in the CrossFit Games, and he gets paid. But all of the judges that you see every like in every um, competition, those are all volunteers. Okay, isn't that crazy? Can I be a judge? You could be. You just have to. I I think for the CrossFit Games, you just have to do your level one CrossFit, which means you just have to pay a thousand US dollars to be able to do the course. (laughs) So not only are they not getting paid, but they're paying to be a judge. That's crazy. We spoke about VAR. There's like no, well, like very little VAR in CrossFit, you know, or like somebody gets no rep and they're like, no, that was a rep and then be able to go back and then. And then say, no, that was a rep. Can we go check? You know, there is a little bit of that, but very little, very little. Yeah. Anyways, I think all, all in all, if done correctly, CrossFit can be such a great training modality for you because you're learning skills. You have, you have such a varied type of exercises that you're doing. You get to, you get to learn some fun skills. Like as a kid, I was always really jealous of people who could do handstand walks, you know, and now I can do handstand walks. Sick. I'm not very good at them, but I can do them. But it's also like that, that team sort of environment. Do you know what I mean? Like you're within a team. Everyone's going through the same stuff together. It's hard. Everyone's trying to be, you know, it's, it's great. It's that sort of team environment instead of like a gym where everyone's like trying to be the biggest person, you know? Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that aspect. Absolutely. That's the last thing probably uh, is the community of the CrossFit gym is is definitely second to none. Like all my best friends are the CrossFit gym that I train at. We train with each other most days of the week. Yeah. Like there's there's so many workouts that I would not have done at all or wouldn't have done nearly as good by myself. No chance. Yeah. And that's that's definitely 100%. if you're looking if you're someone who like struggles with motivation to go to the gym i think crossfit box immediately puts you in an environment where you have that external motivation and people to do to do work with you which is which is always easier guess what i've got lined up david quick fire questions 100 percent are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Come on. Episode 20. Quick fire questions. Who out of all your friends do you admire the most? I was not ready for that. <laughs> Start off quick fire questions with a banger. Who out of all of my friends do I admire the most? This is a quick yeah. fire question. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, any, the first thing that comes to your head. The first one that came to has a friend back home, Ryan. Ryan. Just, nice. fi- just finished. Big man, Ryan. Just finished What's the worst school. thing you've eaten? Uh, duck intestine. Ugh. If you had a time machine, what part of a history would you go back to? Mm, I would definitely want to go back to the medieval times just to see 
like how bad it was, but also kind of cool. Like just go explore a castle, you know? Yeah. Where is the worst place that you could get trapped? Probably in a spider infested cave. Yeah. That's not nice. If you could be fluent in any any other language, which one would you be fluent in? Italian. Italian, 100%. Thought of that one long. Yeah. Spaciente, spaciente. Have you ever been in a life or death situation? No, thankfully. Oh, there you go. What's the best compliment you've received? David, you're so strong. You've got such big calves. I've never, I've never heard that one, Matt. How dare you bring up my small cows on the podcast? <laughs> um, oh, that you're good with kids, but not in a weird way. There you go. <laughs> oh, this, this has been the RSS podcast. I, I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to say, I wanted to say that in my head, it made it sound less creepy. But it's just <laughs> made it more creepy. Oh no! Oh, uh, that's a that's a great way to end up. Yeah, that's a great way to end off. I say we just end it there. End it there. Listen, thanks for listening. If you enjoy it, remember listen, like, share. Go follow us on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. What do we got lined up for next week's podcast? What's next week's podcast, Matt? Um, next week's podcast is concussion and sport management. Concussion in sport no concussion no, not. concussion no, concussion not. management no Vince. it's not <laughs> <laughs> oh. bro these numbers they're flying these numbers around. are doing our head in oh. we're really bad at, at, uh, at knowing when guess. things are happening next week I we have a really big I guest we... coming up there you go right i'll ask that question again really i'll ask one. that question again matt Okay. What do we have coming up next week on the podcast? Oh, we've got a really big guest. We've got a really, really big guest. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to give away too much. Just check out our socials, and you'll find out. Maybe you can work it out before we release the episode. Ooh. But it's a, it's a really big one. Yeah, I'm nervous. It's gonna be fun. Guest number three. It's only going up. This is, this is we're really excited about this guest. See what kind of chats we have. See what we chat about. So definitely follow along. We'll see you next Tuesday, Matt. Take us out. This has been the RSS Podcast. We're out.